0: Check this
1: out. No one knows New York better. The founder of the Guardian Angels, Curtis Lewa. And you can't compete against that. On 77 WABC. This is the Lunchtime Edition here at WABC. It's a rip and read with commentary. No calls. Please save it for the weekend's. When WABC stands for Always Broadcasting, Curtis and Lou, once again, I have laid the gauntlet down. This pedophile on a pedestal, Michael Jackson, 40-year anniversary of Thriller. And uh, James Golden, a.k.a. Bull Snurdly, that you can hear at 4 o'clock eight to 5, has gone Gaga goo goo for Michael Jackson and Thriller, along with his uh, board operator, Kevin Perez. And, oh, yeah, that's right, Rich Radavali. Rich Radavali, a guy who claims to be a D.A.R. senior producer. Uh You know what? How about this? How about they take over for 40 Acres and Amuse Spike Lee, who was talking yesterday on behalf of Reverend uh, Warlock, who won a very contested race against uh Herschel Walker. We'll get to that momentarily. Used to be that... Uh, Every year, Spike Lee, 40 Acres Interview, would host a party at the end of August in Prospect Park in honor of Michael Jackson's birthday. Uh, and then all of a sudden, when it was obvious he was a pedophile on a pedestal, all of a sudden, uh, that was it. Spike Lee stopped those parties. And I would suggest since uh, the crew of James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snerdley, Kevin Perez, Rich Rodibali, and their uh, screener. Who is that, Rich? Uh, that they actually embrace the pedophile on a pedestal and host, host the return of the parties for everybody who dresses up right with the, uh, the gloves, the glitter, the fedora, the shoes, and maybe James Golden can do the moonwalk. oof But the reason that I play this song is because all I keep hearing from commentators is that Herschel Walker... Was a flawed candidate. He lost by 1%. Oh, what Michigan! what craziness. And I say to him, I said, he ran a damn good race when you when all of a sudden he only lost by 1%. This, this is Warlock's second runoff victory in two years. And the thing that Warlock did that was smart, he ran to the right of Stacey Abrams. He said, I'm no Stacey Abrams. No way. He didn't want Biden to come in. And in the end, Herschel Walker didn't want Trump to come in. But when all is said and done, believe it or not, Lou, after kazillions of dollars were spent, after basically it was the same same outcome as the uh, general election at the midterm break in November 8th, just about the same tally, people came back out for a second time, huge massive turnout remember joe biden stacy abrams said all oh, the uh, reforms to the voting in georgia racist it will suppress the black vote the black vote has never been bigger and you had two african-american candidates but this is the one thing that probably caused herschel walker the election believe it or not 10 days ago he went on his rant he had watched some kind of a um, Almost like a thriller horror show late at night in the wee hours in the morning. And then when he got on the campaign stump and the polls at that point were saying neck and neck 50-50 between him and Reverend Warlock. And then he went on for two minutes in a manner the likes of which I can't even figure out to this moment.
0: Oh, do you ever watch a stupid movie late at night hoping it's going to get better, don't get better, but you keep watching it anyway? Because the other night, the other night I was watching this movie, I was watching this movie called Fright Night, Freak Night, or some type of night, but it was about vampires. I don't know if you know vampires and cool people, are they not? But I'm going to tell you something that I found out. A werewolf can kill a vampire. Did you know that? I never knew that, so I didn't want to be a vampire anymore. I wanted to be a werewolf. But then anyway, as I'm watching this movie, and you can tell you how stupid it is because it's one in the morning. So I'm watching my TV. Are these kids watching their TV or a vampire kill on their TV? So you know it's kind of stupid, but I'm still watching, though. As I'm watching this show, what was funny, these kids had a vampire in their attic at their house. So they were watching their TV. Now I'm watching my TV. They're watching their TV or they see the vampire killer on their TV. So they win this contest to bring this actor. Now, y'all got to stay with me. Bring this actor who's a vampire killer from that TV to get rid of this real-life vampire, and they're at it. So as this actor comes to their home, he got all the right stuff. He got all the right stuff because, you know, you got to have a state and got to have a thing to, to kill him in the heart. And he got a necklace of garlic because that worked. I don't know what it does, but it worked. got to have a cross because it burned. I know that worked. And then all of a sudden, this is what was so funny about it. As they're walking through the house... This, this, this guy's got the holy water. He's blessing the house, this actor. Now, he's all fake. He's blessing the house with his holy water. They walked upstairs and this vampire looking real good in this black suit. Whoa, that sounds like Senator Warnock, doesn't it? Looking all good in this black suit, floated from the ceiling. He floated from the ceiling looking good and cool. And I'm thinking, whoa, they better get out of that house. If somebody float from your ceiling, get out of that house. That's, that's not your house. But as he floated from the ceiling, the kid jumped behind that hero. As they jumped behind that hero, the guy jumped in front of him with this holy water, threw it on the vampire's forehead. He covered his eyes. And he took his hand away. He started laughing. And he said, that don't work. He took the cross, he put it on the vampire forehead. And the vampire didn't even do anything. He said, that don't work. And that's the way it is in our life. It doesn't even work unless you got faith. It is time for us to have faith. We got to have faith in our fellow brother. We got to have faith in this country. We got to have faith in, this, in the elected officials. And right now, that's the reason I'm here. Because God... Is- what the hell was
1: he talking about? Macedonian Phil, even you couldn't translate... What Herschel Walker was saying. We had it gone to the White Hillbillies. Back, remember, in that movie Deliverance with Burt Reynolds? Even they couldn't translate what the hell Herschel was talking about. This was 10 days ago. So right away, the forces of Reverend Warlock, and I call him Warlock because uh, I won't call him Warnock, they rush in the mashiach of the Democratic Party. Barack Obama, who jumped all over that. Let's go right to uh, Barack Obama.
0: Since the last time I was here, <laughs> since the last time I was here, Mr. Walker has been talking about issues that are of great importance to the people of Georgia, like whether it's better to be a vampire or a werewolf.
1: Let me tell you something. <laughs> he, uh, he jumped all over that. Can you imagine millions of dollars spent? Crisscrossing Georgia, bringing all kinds of freakazoids, trendoids, jet setters to both to both campaigns. And this may have been the issue that defined the one percent that separated Reverend Warlock to win a second time in two years that he's running one runoff against uh, Georgia Bulldog Herschel Walker. When all is said and done, that would be absolutely amazing. Anyway, let's look here at the elections that are being stolen as we speak right here in New York City. As you know, a very dear friend of Sid Rosenberg of The Morning Show. It's brand new show. It's been renamed Sid Rosenberg and Friends. But I believe it should also have and uh, and foes because I'm a foe. But anyway, it's Sid Rosenberg and Friends. And he has been meticulously following... The theft of the election of the great Tom Sullivan from the Rockaways, from the Sullivan family. They remind me of that uh, movie that was made about the Sullivan brothers who served in World War II. Obviously, we're talking anniversary of Pearl Harbor. But because the Sullivan brothers, all of them were killed while serving on the same ship, a rule was passed by the Pentagon that siblings of the same family could not serve in the same units. But they remind me of the Sullivan brothers because of their patriotism, because of the fact that each of the Sullivans out in the Irish Riviera, the Rockaways, Breezy Point, the Bell Harbor, Rockaway Beach, right on down the Broad Channel and Howard Beach, which is where this assemblymatic district was, have been not only patriotic, but have served the community at all points. In fact, Tom Sullivan, who was a war hero, right, served in war removed bodies in the aftermath of the attack on 9-11 and was always there for the community. Even uh, Joe Adabo, he had previously run against for state senate. He lost to Joe Adabo, uh, who was born on third base. A son of privilege because his uh, father had been the previous uh, congressman. In fact, that Joe Adabo Bridge is named after his father that connects Howard Beach to Broad Channel. He lost Fair and Square And then he ran against Audrey Pfeiffer, who turned over her assemblymanic seat, to her daughter, uh, Ms. Pfeiffer. And he won fair and square. At the end of the night, he was ahead by 300 votes. Oh, they chipped away, the Democrats. But he had still won the election. And then there were 96 disqualified ballots. 96! By both Democrats and Republicans at the Board of Election. They both look at these uh, at these absentee ballots. They disqualify them because they were not properly filled out. Who stepped in at the last second? The grand dame of the crooked Democrats in the Queens County Democratic uh, confab led by uh, Gregory Meeks. County Clerk Audrey Pfeiffer, who should have recused herself, and she didn't. She knew all the New York State Supreme Court judges who are serving in Queens County because she's a consigliere. She's the clerk. Uh, Her domestic partner, the father-in-law of Pfeiffer Jr., who is the assemblywoman, three turns, is the lobbyist for all the court officers in the New York State Supreme Court Division. I mean, could it be any more fixed? And so Judge Reese, who heard the case, actually ruled in favor of Pfeiffer, as was expected. And he said that all six disqualified absentee ballots must be counted and added to the total count. And, Lou, you know who signed the bottom? The county clerk. That's right, Audrey Pfeiffer. I mean, that's bold, that's brazen, that's a, that's that's felony larceny without hiding behind a mask or a hoodie, nothing. They just stole the election from Tom Sullivan. Now, Tom Sullivan will go up the appellate division and challenge that, but oh my God, they stole that assemblymanic uh, seat. Imagine, the mother was there 15 years, the daughter was there 6 years, that's 21 years of fee-fi-fo-fum, a crooked fifer. And you couldn't even maintain that seat. It was time for a change. The people want a hero, Tom Sullivan. And there's another hero that the Democrats are trying to oust from the assembly seat that he rightfully won. In fact, I want to applaud all the Republicans, Democrats, and independents who showed up yesterday outside the U.D. Scraziata, the Shanda Assemblymanic Office of Peter Abate Jr. He served 36 years. It's a district comprised of Diker Heights, uh, Bensonhurst, uh, Borough Park, and Sunset Park. So it has almost like a third, third, third division. Italians a third, Orthodox Jews a third, Chinese Americans a third. And the guy running against them that they didn't take uh, very seriously, Lester Chang, a war hero himself, just just like Tom Sullivan, served two tours of duty in Afghanistan, and has always been there for veterans, American Legionnaire, fighting for the reconstruction of the monument down in Chinatown to all the Chinese Americans who died in battle for the United States and served World War I, World War II, Korean War, and Vietnam War, and it still lays in ruins. But anyway, the point being is there was a tremendous turnout yesterday by citizens of all different political backgrounds protesting the fact that Carl Hasty who is speaker of the supermajority of the Democrats in the Assembly, has said he is going to bar Lester Chang from being seated because they're claiming now that he didn't meet the residency requirements. Now, all of this has to be done before the election even takes place, when you go around and you get the required number of petitions. So the Democrats are just sore losers. The problem is that the Assemblyman has... significant leeway in being able to challenge and remove Lester Chang by a majority vote. Can you imagine on January 1st, the Democrats are going to line up when the Assembly begins to return uh, to uh, Albany with some of the new members, a lot of the old members, the supermajority of the Democrats, in effect. And they will physically prevent Lester Chang from being seated. If that occurs, it may well be that Kath- Governor Kathy Crime Wave Hochul will have to call for a special election to fill the seat. And then I'm hoping that Lester Chang will definitely go back at it again. I'll be out there for him. I know that Sid Rosenberg will be out there for him. Rudy Giuliani, Mike Kumbaricic, and his son Andrew have been out there for him. He won this election fair and square. And yet once again, the Democrats are trying to snatch victory out of the jaws of defeat. And, in fact, this um, Peter Abate, Jr., the assemblyman, 36 years, the vile, despicable man that he is, at a 9-11 commemoration, as uh, Lester Chang was in his Navy whites in front of this huge crowd, said to Lester, oh, uh, what, Lester, you think uh, Halloween came early? How vile, how despicable. You need to be kicked to the curb, Peter Abate, Jr. Seat the war hero, Lester Chang, now. The founder of the
0: Guardian Angels. The group dedicated to fight crime. On the streets of New York and on the air right now. Curtis Lewa on 77 WABC.
1: we continue on the Lunchtime Edition here at WABC, this is the theme song for the love affair that's taking place between our own Sid Rosenberg, 6 to 10 in the mornings, Monday through Friday, with a new name, Sid Rosenberg and friends, and Lou, count me as a foe. Or as he might refer to me as a fiend after my appearance this morning at 7.05. I demand equal time to all these sickle fence toties and lackeys who have jumped on the Eric Adams re-elect him train and they are like collectively kissing his tuchus like you couldn't believe. Unbelievable. Every morning with Sid who has decided he wants to be the kingmaker. He wants to be King Herod. <laughs> oh boy. Eric Adams knows he's got these crackers. Right where he wants them. First off, let's go to this morning's um cracker number one. Former Congressman Peter King. No, no, excuse me. Let's go back to yesterday, Bo Dietl. Uh, who probably kissed ass, the biggest of all, of Eric Adams, when all of a sudden he decided uh, with Sid on Tuesday morning to declare Eric Adams a great mayor. You're going to have my friend, the mayor, on it. I've been talking to uh, our great mayor there, Eric Adams. I call him great because I think, like you think, that he will change the direction of the city. Man, his lips are Fuck on Eric Adams took us with Crazy Clue. But then uh, this morning, uh, this was after I had uh, attacked uh, Sid, and I told him. I told him, Lou, this was a mistake to have me do the Sid rap because it's not going to be pumping him up, putting him uh, on a pedestal, uh, a form of idolatry. I'm going at Sid every time I do the Sid rap because I'm a foe. I'm not a friend. Listen to what he had to say earlier today before introducing the newfound ass kisser of Eric Adams, uh, Congressman Peter King. Let me ask you about uh, Mayor Eric Adams. He was on with me yesterday, and people claim he's my new best friend. That's fine. I can deal with that. Being in front of the mayor is not a bad thing, especially if you want the Republican side heard, which I provide for these folks. They should appreciate that every time I talk to Eric. Now, that's a key word, Lou. I'm going to explain to you what's going on here. To hear the Republican side, which means all of a sudden, all of these people who are supporting Eric Adams, Eric Adams Republicans, uh, that Sid leads and they all follow. I'm going to explain momentarily because Peter King, without realizing it, gives it up. I'm one of those people who feels that while I may not agree with Eric Adams on everything, he's the only one out there I see, certainly in the Democratic Party, and it is a Democratic city, He's the only one who was saying the right things. He does have the uh, experience as a, a, a cop over the years. First off, Peter King, friend of so many police officers, if you haven't realized by now that Eric Adams was a house mouse, 22 years of service, he never busted his shoes in the street. How many collars did he make, Peter King? How many of your fellow friends uh whether they were Irish cops or non Irish cops, ever had a good word to say about Eric Adams. What the hell are you talking about? Said the same thing when I was running against him. You notice, Lou, there's some synergy here. Uh, Bo Diddle backed Eric Adams against me, right? He was an Eric Adams Republican. Sid Rosenberg, to his credit, though, did support me against Eric Adams. But now he's being lured. He's being lured into the Venus flytrap. But Peter King never supported me the first time around, although he claims, oh, I'm Republican, right? We support Republican." Paul feathers. He wrote a letter in support of Eric Adams. And now listen to what he has to say. This is the biggest ass kiss of all. And, uh, you know, look at his enemies, too. I mean, people who are attacking you, they don't realize that the progressives, the AOC wing of the party, is attacking Eric Adams every day. Can I have another one? Both Cheeks. Let me explain to you what's going on behind the scenes. Republicans, some are trying to make the case that Eric Adams is the only hope the city has as, quote, a moderate Democrat. Because in his attempted at reelection, he will be challenged from the left by an AOC acolyte or maybe AOC herself or Jumani Williams, who will no longer be a public advocate. So they know that a big challenge is coming. And so what Eric Adams is doing with his approval rating at 29% is sucking up to Sid Rosenberg because he needs the white ethnic vote. He lost that to me. He lost the Asian American vote to me. He had the black vote and he had the white hipster and millennial vote. And he did a little bit better with the Latino vote. But the point being is they want to be a fusion candidate. You're hearing it first from me. They want the Republican chairmen of all five boroughs to endorse Eric Adams as part of a fusion. So he runs in the Democratic primary, but they say Eric Adams is our guy because, hey, he's our only hope. And in fact, watch this nonsense. This will be the third time. That they go out there and they try to convince Republicans to give up their registration, become rent direct Democrats. No, no, no. You're just doing it for one time to prevent uh, a a Democratic Socialist of America getting elected. That speech is, once they flip party affiliations, they don't come back. And that's the plan. And I'm warning all of them. Bo Congressman Peter King, others out there, Sid Rosenberg, if you're an Eric Adams Republican, I'm coming after you. I'm coming after you. And you know why? Breaking news, Lou. Breaking news. Breaking news. WABC. Oh, the great mayor, Eric Adams, right? Imagine, he will not name in shame Alvin Bragg. And I say this as I look high in the sky to our former colleague, Bernard McGurk. You remember, Lou? Bernard McGurk, when he was alive, would always say, why does Eric Adams not name and shame Alvin Bragg? Because Alvin Bragg has refused to prosecute shoplifters and boosters. All Rite Aid stores in Manhattan are closing. That's the breaking news. That's a total of 27 in Manhattan. There are 318 in all of New York State. There are 34 in Brooklyn. You know, that's next, Lou. I know about a third of them that are ripe to be closed because of all the shoplifters and all the boosters who go in. Eric Gonzalez there, another turn them loose uh, criminal uh, DA. And there's 18 in the Bronx, Darcelle Clark. She's the female version of Alvin Brett. They'll they'll be gone. There are 2,300 Rite Aid stores in America. First Manhattan is closing. You know Brooklyn's going to close. You know the Bronx is closing. They said, Right Aid executives, we've lost $5 million and we're losing money every day we stay open in Manhattan, Brooklyn, and the Bronx. By the way, Lou, did you happen to see that uh, the armed guards that were hired to patrol the uh, British Petroleum Station in Philadelphia, see those guys carrying semi-automatics like you see uh, the, the uh, police in Europe? In the airports, when they're walking around with their carbines and their semi-automatics, that's what it may take. So, oh, yeah, 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 you want Eric Adams, who will not name and shame Alvin Bragg, will not name and shame his friend Eric Gonzalez in Kings County, will not name and shame Darcel Clark, who turned him loose. In the meantime, the mayor was out in Staten Island. He was at the scene where an arrest was made of Jason Kish, who had fired those BBs at the Jewish dad and the seven-year-old son as par- part of a hate crime surge. In fact, when the mayor was speaking yesterday in Staten Island, he said that hate crimes against Jews just in the last month have skyrocketed 125%. So, Lou, who were they blaming it on? They were blaming it on Kanye, and they were blaming on Kyrie. By the way, Kyrie uh, uh, lost his Nike sponsorship. Uh, Yesterday, actually, it was Monday, Nike out in Oregon said Kyrie Irving is no longer a Nike athlete. Yet it didn't stop uh, his supporters, the black Hebrew Israelites, from staying outside of Barclays Center, as they do each and every day because of their friend who plays in on the hardwood of the Brooklyn Nets, Kyrie Irving. And every time a Jewish guy passes by and wants to engage with them, let me give you an idea. ...of what it's like out there. Black Hebrew Israelites.
0: Because Hitler was killing your people, man. Hitler knew who the real Jews was. Right? Hitler wasn't oppressing my people. He was coming for your necks. Holy s***. Right? F- and, let me get, and let me give you a wake-up call, man. You're not a Jew. You're not Jew. Right? You're the, you're the seed of the devil, man. Right? These brothers are so... All these platforms, Kanye Kyrie, shaking things up. It's because it's a great awakening happening. Right? The Real Jews... Uh, back on the streets. And these so-called fake Jews who stole our identity are going to go into slavery. Because you're not not a Jew, right? Did the Holocaust happen? It did happen, and and we're glad that it happened.
1: uh, Now you heard that. I'm going to break it down in case you didn't hear it uh, for guys like uh, Macedonian Phil, who passed by Barclays Center. They're out there every day, every night now. The black Hebrew Israelites. Uh, He's got his earbuds in. He probably didn't hear it. So they're yelling in tandem that Hitler killed your people because he knew who the real Jews were. Because there are Jews who want to get into arguments with them. Don't knock yourself out. They want that. They're luring you right into a Venus flytrap. Then he said, you're not a Jew. You're the seed of the devil. Then he said, the real Jews are back in the street. Y'all are fake Jews. And then he said, Kanye and Kyrie are part of the Great Awakening. And that's when the uh, Jewish guy said, hey, did the Holocaust happen? And then the black Hebrew Israelites said, yeah, it did happen, and we're glad it happened. Don't knock yourself out. And a lot of people were saying, oh, my God, anti-Semitism has never been worse. No, 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 no. This is is like in the DNA of a lot of Gentiles. I, I told Noam Layden, who's our news director. No, it's in the DNA of so many Gentiles over the decades, over the centuries. Let me give you a brief uh, update. When I was a kid and I was able to see some of the current events, I saw in 1960, I was only six years old, that there was a bizarre alliance that existed between the head of the American Nazi Party, George Lincoln Rockwell, And Elijah Muhammad and Malcolm X are the Nation of Islam, right? They hated each other, right? But they believed in white and black separation. The only thing that joined them at the hip, they both hated Jews. In 1961, the leader of the Nation of Islam, Elijah Muhammad, met with the KKK leaders at Magnolia Hall in Atlanta, not far from where Reverend Warnock um, uh, called out his victory last night against Herschel Walker. And they agreed that black and white should stay separate and that Jews had to be driven from the country. In 1962, Elijah Muhammad invited American Nazi Party leader George Lincoln Rockwell to address a Nation of Islam convention in Chicago, even though Rockwell called blacks the lowest scum of humanity. Why? Because they both hated Jews flanked by a dozen stormtroopers and swastika armbands, Rockwell told 5,000 Nash- Na- NOI members, Nation of Islam members, that he was proud to stand here before black men because Elijah Muhammad is the Adolf Hitler of the black man. They wanted to divide up the country. They wanted to take South Carolina, Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, and Louisiana, and that would be all black states. And uh George Lincoln Rockwell, leader of the American Nazis, wanted the upper northwest. He wanted Washington, Oregon, Montana, Wyoming, and Idaho. And then the rest of the country could be mixed. But they wanted Lou, an all white Landia in the Northwest. And uh Elijah Muhammad and Malcolm X, they wanted an all black Landia in the Southeast. Yeah. And they said we'll divide up the country, but one thing will unite us. Achoo, we hate the Jews. And who is it that has driven that all these years? I want you to listen to Schoolie Louis Farrakhan, who has continuously been the voice of hate against Jews now
0: five decades. You brought them out of college and high school and gave them a contract. You gave them a contract because you saw their talent. Haven't they made money for you all? So now you sign them up, and then Adidas comes by, and Nike comes by and gives them a lot of money that they don't see. You have them on a leash. A leash,
1: making millions of dollars, a leash, unbelievable. Lou, in the latest polls of African Americans throughout America, The most revered figure is Barack Obama, the former president. Number two remains Louis Farrakhan. Rappers, entertainers, we can go right on down the line. Mostly males, male blacks, not so much female blacks. And it's incredible, after all this time, the number two most revered African American in America... Screwy Louis Farrakhan. Hey, how come Eric Adams isn't taking on Farrakhan? Oh, that's right, because he supported Farrakhan in the 90s. How come he didn't mentor uh, Kanye, who he attended the fashion shows with before he started talking openly of his love of Hitler and the Nazis? How come he didn't mentor Kyrie Irving, who he gave a pass by immediately saying, oh, he doesn't have to take the, uh, the vaccine. It's Kyrie. That's my homie. You know, we need him for the Brooklyn Nets. Meantime, to this day, there's a mandate against cops, firefighters, teachers, sanitation workers, health workers, many of whom have lost their job, lost their homes, lost their future because of Eric Adams. Swagger man with no plan. Again, a warning. If you're a Eric Adams Republican, I'm coming after you.
0: New York's talk station with the king of New York, Curtis Lewa, 77 W.A.B.C. I like to be in America, okay by me in America.
1: In America. Yes, the theme of West Side Story. This is the initial version, not the Spielberg remake. I didn't like that. The original version, Leonard Bernstein uh, with the musical score, the New York uh, Philharmonic in the background. By the way, it was uh, created by people in the '60s who were extraordinarily liberal, progressive. And, in fact, oftentimes supported the Black Panther Party at fundraisers. Like Leonard Bernstein, I think they're making uh, his life story now in a movie form. Hopefully they'll include that. But now you couldn't get away with uh, creating a song like this. And, in fact, Jets versus Sharks. Remember, the Sharks were Puerto Ricanos. Puerto Ricans are American by birth, whether they're birthed here uh, on the mainland or they're birthed in the Commonwealth of Puerto Rico. Uh, this would well apply to all the other illegals who are flooding in across our borders. And uh, Lydia serrano just had a great update in which the president of the United States mumbling and stumbling and fumbling, uh, Joe Biden, who insists that he's running for another four-year hitch, Mark Wanaman. as he was in Phoenix having to do with uh, business. He said there are more important things going on than head about 180 miles south to the border to see for himself the crisis, because, you see, this is all in the cards. Uh, And that's why the Republicans are getting geared up, as they have a very slim uh, majority in the House. They want to do a deep dive. They want to do deep investigations into Mayorkas, head of the Department of Homeland Security. In fact, look, it's the... uh, 20th anniversary of the Department of Homeland Security since it was started in the aftermath of 9-11 to protect us from people overstaying visas and from criminal aliens coming into our country who were wanted for crimes in their country of origin or who are committing crimes here. And who's in the vanguard? ICE, Limigre Immigration and Naturalization Service, who are vilified and have been vilified before by Andrew E. Cuomo, King Cuomo the second, the son of Mario Faccia Bruta, Cuomo, King Cuomo the first, when he was the governor, to Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, to yes, the schmuck, the pucks, Chuck E. Cheese Schumer who gave the Biden administration tactical air support to do nothing at the border, whether it was Joe Biden not wanting to visit the border, his arena in charge of border security, giggles, <laughs> Vice President Harris, or Mayorkas, who says, we don't have a security problem at the border. Listen to the schmuck. Listen to the puck. Chuck E. Cheese blame all of you for not... Now more than ever, we're short of workers? Uh, we have a population that is not reproducing it on its own with the same level that it used to. The only way we're going to have a great future in America is if we welcome and embrace immigrants, the dreamers and all of them, because our ultimate goal is to help the dreamers, but get a path to citizenship for all 11 million or however many undocumented <laughs> there
0: are here.
1: For as many undocumented uh, aliens that there may be. You see that, Lou? Lou? Your problem is you're not bringing enough children into the world. You're using marital contraceptives. You're using Jimmy Caps. Women are using other measures to prevent unwanted pregnancies. No, 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 no. It's it's all of your fault out there because an average family now in America has about one and a half, two children. Uh, you're not uh, reproducing fast enough. Population is dropping among certain groups, especially Caucasoids, uh, Caucasians, McWhitey Whiteys in America. And so, in order to offset the population loss, which I thought you'd want to, there's like 385 million uh, Americans uh, that we know of, probably 400 million when you include uh, all the uh, illegal aliens crossing the border. thought you would want to level off with your population, but no. The excuse that is being given now is that you're not procreating or fornicating enough. So start producing more children. No.